all you delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller, and this is another episode of Everybody Trades. And well, I gotta be honest with you all, I wasn't even planning on doing an episode today, but you know what? Sometimes something just strikes my passion. And well, that happened this morning on my way to the studio because I was listening to Bill Simmons and Sal Icono do their usual Guess the Lines podcast during the NFL season, which I happen to enjoy. Oh gosh, I've been enjoying it for almost a dozen years now, probably. So I'm a big fan, in other words. But you know what? They just had to weigh in to the NBA China thing, didn't they? Well, Bill and Sal were very confused. And you know what? Instead of explaining to you what they said, I'll just play it for you here. I, the, the funniest one is, is Trump has turned all his uh, anger towards Steve Kerr for some reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it just seemed like an easy target. Like he did, did the classic transferring whatever. Poor Steve Kerr didn't do any tweets. Why isn't Trump attacking Daryl Morey? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, that Trump. That was a really delayed reaction. That was like four days before Trump weighed in. Yeah, well, I don't know. But I have a feeling he just didn't. You know how sometimes you write a tweet, you don't like it, you decide not to send it. He might have just was waiting for the perfect one. Trump, yeah, couldn't get it done. You think that's what he does? You think he carefully thinks he's out? <laughs> I do. I think he's very, very, very careful. Yeah. So the key to focus on here is at the beginning. Bill Simmons says he's confused. He has no idea why Trump wouldn't be attacking Daryl Morey, the original tweeter in question, the guy who tweeted out, hey, stand with Hong Kong, stand with democracy and freedom, whatever whatever Daryl originally tweeted out that started this whole thing. Well, let me help you out. That's why I'm here. This is a public service, right? So let me help all of you out who are still seemingly confused about this China whole controversy, the thing with Hong Kong, the NBA, the whole deal. Because I've seen a lot of takes from people who keep saying, well, it's complicated. Well, please allow me to uncomplicate it for you. Well, first of all, if you're wondering why Trump is picking on Steve Kerr and not Daryl Morey, well, first of all, if you know anything about Trump, it's pretty obvious that if you attack him, he's going to attack you back. Well, Steve Kerr has been very outspoken against Donald Trump and various different things that he doesn't like. Hey, fine and dandy. I've certainly said many critical things about the president into this microphone as well. In fact, it seems that Steve Kerr and I feel equally empowered to, to criticize the president at will. And yet, I've criticized also the Chinese government and President Xi Jinping over and over again in this microphone as well. And yet, it seems that Steve Kerr stifles himself when it comes to the Chinese government. He starts, he starts doing the it's complicated thing and hemming and hawing. And quite honestly, I find that a little bit gross. And here's why. Because if you really want to uncomplicate this thing, truly, what does this all come down to? Well, it comes down to this. Does Hong Kong, do the people of Hong Kong, do they have a right to self-determination or not. And in this case, the not means the Chinese government gets to do essentially whatever it wants to Hong Kong. It gets the power. It must, you get to have, you get to be under the thumb of the Chinese government, essentially. The Chinese communist government. Now, on the face of it, of course, you'd think Steve Curry, 
No, a, I'm sure he would describe himself as a liberal. I'm sure he's all about the ACLU, the American Civil, Civil Liberties Union, for instance. I'm sure he's all about that kind of thing. And yet, somehow, when it comes to Hong Kong and their relationship with the Chinese government, somehow it's complicated. Yes, we don't. they don't have a right to self-determination, apparently, even though so much in our modern society, especially leftists, couch everything in the oppressors and the oppressed. Well, clearly Hong Kong, this tiny little area, compared to the full power of the Chinese government, clearly the Chinese government is the oppressor in this scenario. There's no arguing that particular piece of information. So naturally the question is, why are we stifling ourselves? Why is it that Steve Kerr is acting like he lives in China? Because here's the thing. If you live in China, it's very understandable that you would watch what you say in public about the Chinese government. I get it. But as an American, I could give a rip. I feel totally free, again, to say whatever I want about the Chinese government without repercussion. But again, that's easy for me to say as an American being thousands of miles away. And yet, Steve Kerr, also an American living thousands of miles away. The only reason that he and James Harden and all these other people who suddenly are going, uh, ooh, we're not, we're not political, the only reason they're doing that is because it's pure greed, to be quite honest. It's all about money. And certainly, hey, I'm a capitalist. I'm a free trade guy. If you want to make more money, fantastic. There's nothing wrong with that. And the NBA's desire to get the Chinese consumer, there's nothing wrong with that at all. That's totally understandable. But at the same time, there's now this idea. See, the old, the old style when I was growing up, the old style of sports marketing was attributed largely to Michael Jordan because he was the most successful at it, of course. And his whole thing was, well, Republicans, they buy shoes too. So in other words, he's basically saying, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but I'm not going to get out and pump my chest and say a bunch of political stuff that's going to alienate possibly up to half my potential consumer base. That's fine and dandy. But now essentially guys are saying, and again, this is more, this is, this is attributable to the greatest player of today, who is LeBron James or the greatest player of this era, I should say. And his thing is, I want to be known as more than an athlete. Well, I would suggest to you that there's nothing wrong with that either. If you want to go out and speak your mind and live with the consequences of possibly alienating some people, that's okay. That's your obvious free right as an American, as a natural born human being in my world. But here's what I'll suggest to you. You don't get to be the bottom line driven realist. The person who is saying, listen, I get it. I don't like what China's doing either. I don't necessarily like what the Republican Party's doing, but I'm going to shut up so I can sell some shoes. That's fine. You can be the bottom line driven realist who is apolitical, but you don't get to be that person and a sanctimonious political activist when it's selectively easy to you. Sorry, you got to pick one. You have to, because you can't be both, or else you're a gigantic hypocrite. The bottom line is, two, three hundred years ago, Hong Kong was just another fishing village, essentially. Nothing special about it whatsoever. It was utterly unremarkable from all the other areas 
that surrounded it in that area, particularly take China, Japan, those areas right around Hong Kong. There was nothing different about Hong Kong. But what changed? Well, see, today, Hong Kong is now one of the most densely populated places on the planet. And in China, in that part of the world, it's often said that Hong Kong and China, well, it's explained that there's one country but two systems. Well, gee, it sure seems like one system might be quite a bit superior to the other because everybody keeps piling into Hong Kong. Again, most densely pop, one of the most densely populated places on earth. Massive skyscrapers in order to accommodate all these people. Do you think they like being piled in together? Or do you think maybe some of these people might want to spread out a little bit more? I'm sure they would if they could, but unfortunately, China is much, 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 much larger than Hong Kong. And sure, you can spread out in China if you're one of the poor farmers that are barely surviving out there. But of course, naturally, people want freedom and they want opportunity. So naturally, their legs, their wallets are going to lead them to Hong Kong. And it's precisely this contrast. The contrast between the relative freedom of Hong Kong versus the command and control, the centrally controlled economy and society that is China. It is this contrast that makes the Chinese mad. See, they don't want to see this shining beacon of freedom and hope in the Far East. That's terrible for them because it shames them. It shames the Chinese communists. It makes them, it it, it puts a light on the fact that their system doesn't actually work except for the people in charge, of course. Sure, it works for them. So to me, I just find it a little gross when people in the West will hem and haw about this relationship as if, again, it's complicated. Well, apparently, as far as I can tell, I guess that means that apparently more people than I thought do have issues with self-determination. I mean, after all, in these people's opinion, right, in the opinion of the political left, freedom, capitalism, it's led to inequality and materialism and and climate change and all the great problems of the world. So I guess maybe self-determination isn't so great. Well, I'm still on the side of self-determination and freedom. And with that being said, naturally, Hong Kong should have its right to secede from the Chinese government to form whatever type of rule that it wants. And certainly, as the oppressed in this scenario, how can you be on the side of China? There's nothing complicated about this whatsoever. If you're for freedom, if you believe in democracy, if you believe in self-determination, national sovereignty, any of that stuff, if you believe in natural law, or how about just right and wrong, then get on the side of Hong Kong and its own self-determination. That's the bottom line, and it's not complicated at all. Thank you all for joining me today on Everybody Trades. We're going to keep this one short because I know you all have important time too. So, you know what? Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time today. I appreciate it as always. So until next time, I'm John Miller. This has been Everybody Trades.